Millions of Americans are sheltering at home due to COVID-19. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is back with an expert on healthy living who explains the meaning of the term quarantine 15. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. We're joined by Dr. Donald Hensrud, Director of the Healthy Living Program at the Mayo Clinic. So, Dr. Hensrud, first, tell us what the quarantine 15 is that people are joking about online. Well, we don't have any data yet. It's too early to tell. But obviously, people's habits have changed quite a bit since we're spending more time at home. Now, I want to make a point for some people, getting enough food, getting enough calories and maintaining weight may be an issue. So some people may have to worry about maintaining their weight, not unintentionally losing weight. But for many of us, our habits have changed. For example, people think about exercise right away, and they should. Fitness centers are closed. People may be doing less exercise and burning less calories through activity that way. What people don't think quite as much about, though, is low-level activity throughout the day. Even if we have a desk job, we have to walk at least to our car to get to work. We may walk throughout the day. We may walk to lunch. And so if we're spending time at home, that low-level activity may be causing us to burn less overall calories. On the flip side, we may be consuming more calories. On the good side, we're eating out less restaurants. Sometimes that can be high-calorie. We may still eat takeout at home. So there might be a little bit of a good thing there in decreasing calories. However, many people are stocking up, just like toilet paper. I've seen people at the store loading up with foods that will last a long time, frozen foods, processed foods that have a long shelf life. Many times they're higher in calories and less healthy. On the flip side, for example, fruits and vegetables. They don't last as long, and we may be consuming less than that. So there are a number of reasons why we might be at risk for weight gain through our habits that have changed both in burning activity and in consuming more calories. Tell us what you've been doing personally to stay in shape during all this. Well, for many people, this is a big change in their routine, as we've talked about. I have an old bicycle that I have on a trainer in my basement, and so that's helped me stay active. We've tried, our families tried to go for walks to get that low-level activity. An important factor is that the more we deviate from our usual routine and the longer it goes on, the more this is going to influence our weight. So if we can establish our new normal of habits related to calories burned and energy intake, then we can establish that new equilibrium and hopefully it won't be at too much higher weight than what we usually weigh. You mentioned those family walks, and I think everyone has seen more people walking around in their neighborhoods. Are those long walks a suitable substitute for working out at a gym for 30 to 60 minutes? As we've said for a long time, any activity is good activity. Exercise is the most efficient way to burn calories. You can burn more per unit time, but that low-level activity is important. So establishing that and maintaining that. One example of how important this is, if you think about New York City, for example, we've known for some time that people who live in urban areas and in large cities tend to weigh less than people who live in rural areas because they're walking a lot. Look at the snapshot of New York City sidewalks or other big cities. They used to be crowded with people walking and burning off calories, and now they're virtually deserted. That's just an example of how it can influence our activity and how we have to establish those new routines to burn those calories and maintain our weight. Why is this potential weight gain such a health concern? We can look at that a number of ways. For example, a few pounds short-term may not make a difference. It could be fluid. It might be just a little weight gain while we establish new routines. 
Obviously, the more weight we gain and the longer it's maintained, the more it affects our health. For children, for example, it's been shown that children's weight tracks to some extent. So if children establish those habits or lack of healthy habits when they're young and they gain weight, that might persist as they go into adolescence and adulthood. Similarly, with adults, as we maintain those habits, if we can establish a new routine, the longer this goes on, then we can arrest that weight gain and try and maintain normal weight. It's more important for some people than others. For example, people who have diabetes or high blood pressure, just a modest amount of weight gain in some people, if they're sensitive to that, can increase their blood glucose and blood pressure, and they won't have as good a control over these factors, over these conditions. So it depends on the individual, it depends on their health conditions, and it depends on long-term habits and routines. Dr. Donald Hensrud, Director of the Healthy Living Program at the Mayo Clinic, thanks for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributor, Roy Mackey. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.